Welcome to Breaking Bread. My name is Sabrina and I am the creator and the host. I am looking forward to having dinner with you and that is the essence of what Breaking Bread is about. It is about the art of conversation, about the exchange that we can have, things that are breaking the internet, breaking culture, and in some cases, breaking society. I will be joined by five guests, all strangers, they don't know the topics, but what we are doing is creating the organic conversation. Now, it will be unfiltered. All views around the table are welcome. And so let me say, trigger warning, there may be some topics that we address, positions that people have that may be triggering for you. So viewer discretion is advised. Now with that, grab your food, your drink, and join us around the table as we break bread. Welcome everyone. You're, you're sitting like students around the table. Relax. It's a dinner. We're going to have fun. We're going to have good conversation. Before we get started, I want to introduce you to our beautiful chef for the evening, Chef Karen. I'm going to hand Hello, over everyone. Chef Karen, whose marvelous food you're going to be eating, and I can testify having had her cooking how good it is. So over to you, Chef Karen, to introduce yep. the first. So this is your first course and you have saltfish fritters with fried plantain with a bed of um, rocket salad and um, sweet chili sauce. Mm -hmm. And you've also got your rum punches. And for those who drink alcohol, you have a little miniature of Ray Nephew rum, so you could just top up as and when you want to. Thank you. Okay, so, enjoy. This is all alcohol. This is all yours. <laughs> Do you want more? I'll do like this. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. Thank you, Chef okay. Karen. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Enjoy your meal. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chef. Well, first of all, you are the first guest around the table. So my deep thank you for believing in the vision. There was always a first. Uh, there will never be another. And as I'm hearing the silence and the mm, is the food good? Mm. They might not be much talking, they might be talking now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's what we like, that's yeah. what we like. The first of my, yeah. yes. Mm. Yes? Very much so. Yes, okay, so shout out to Chef Karen, um, and she'll be back again for the other courses. And uh, again, you are in for a treat because it is, she is good, she mm. is good. So it now that we are moving on to Asia, mm. Mm. We have a historic, historic moment in the United Kingdom because we have a new prime minister. Mm. Yep. And that new prime minister has been appointed, unelected, but appointed mm. into yes. that leadership role. And he is the first prime minister of Indian heritage. Mm -hmm. He is a son of immigrants. He is uh, in a very specific socioeconomic class, more uh, wealthy than mm -hmm. our current king and queen huh. consort. Yeah. So the question for the table is, your positions first, do you think the appointment of our new prime minister is a representation of diversity and inclusion? Yes or no? Please start with. I am starting with. Sorry, yes. sorry can, you, can, you be, can you specify the question a bit more? Please. Is the appointment yeah. of Rishi Sunak 
representation of diversity and inclusion? That's the question. It is it a yes or a no? What, can I kind of however you mean what kind of diversity and no is however you any kind of however you interpret okay. diversity okay. inclusion and inclusion right. is the correct. appointment of Got Rishi it. Sunak a representation of that yes or no so Got I want to ask you first your positions around the table yes or no and then we'll get into <coughs> your context your explanation what you mean by diversity inclusion <laughs> etc so yes or no so okay. I will start Counterclockwise this time, yes or no, for mm. as you just uh, <laughs> inhales, I'll start with Cherie and I'll come back to you as you were trying to no, choose. Really? Yes, oh, yes yeah. or no? Only yes or no, because Joseph was chewing. Yes or no? No. Jason, yes or no? Yes. Mala? No. Joseph? Yes. Okay. Here we are. Here we are. All right. So. We have a split table. We have a split table. Again. Which I enjoy. Which I enjoy. So I will start with you first again, Joe. Oh, okay. As I was, because um, I'm trying to talk into my jerk chicken. Okay, I was, I was looking down. So no, you're I'm chewing, so, and everyone's still chewing. So Jason, I'll start with you first, because your person not chewing at the moment. So, yeah. so I, said, I said yes, it is. Um, okay. So my definition of diversity and inclusion is basically representation across different cultures, class, um, different cultures, um, uh, social economic groups, etc. As a um, a minority in the country, from that perspective, he represents diversity of a population. So I think only from that perspective. Mm. Um, I've got some contentious stuff to say about it as well. But to your question, mm -hmm. I think as yeah, as a as a minority in this in in this community in uh, in England, where we have I think about maybe thirteen percent, eight percent or so, maybe thirteen percent. The population are Asian, mm -hmm. I think. There's a number, so 4% are black, but I think about 30% are Asian. Um, the rest are, are white. Um, he does represent diversity. Mm -hmm. Does he represent inclusion? That's different. And what is that, a yes or no for you? He does not represent inclusion. Okay, that's so Asian. Okay. Diversity, yes, inclusion, no. Mm -hmm. I think they are very exclusive. Um, with their, because um, of their social class, um, their inability to really relate to. When you say they, who are you referring sorry, to? Sorry, to, so typically the, the, um, the parliament body, the government body, mm -hmm. so for the most part, mm -hmm. um, due to their social class as well, they don't represent, they're not inclusive of the common person in the UK who probably earns on average 26, 27,000 pounds a year. Mm -hmm. These guys are billionaires. Mm -hmm. um, they make decisions that benefit them. So whether you be black, white, brown, yellow, green, whatever, if you're in that role, you tend to play politics for your party, not for your people. Mm -hmm. So I find him, he represents as an Asian man, diversity. From a social class perspective, he is exclusive, therefore not inclusive. Okay. Um, Molly, you said no. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. And you, oh, sorry, you were just chewing. Mm. Sorry, so you still, so I'll come to you, Joseph, I'll come back to you. Plays my fingers on his food. Go I, ahead, I Joseph. Can't, I can't do chicken with my, my life and fork. Go for it. Okay. Do what you need to do. Go ahead, Joseph. Just don't zoom in on me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> zoom, zoom in right now. Go ahead, Joseph. The real so for me, it's kind of a similar split. 
to what Jason was mm. saying, as in there's, there's kind of two halves to the question. Mm -hmm. So I think in terms of diversity, for me, anybody who's elected as prime minister is a representation of diversity because I start with diversity of the mind. I think everyone thinks differently, right? Mm. Um, and obviously there's certain barriers to diversity, so we can talk about class, status, ethnicity, all that kind of thing. But I look at every person as different. I don't look at them as like a collective mind. I don't look at them as a collective based on the color of their skin or what they, you know, what they think as a group or any of those kind of things. I think every person is unique and has something different to offer, even if they can be kind of cast type. So on that basis alone, I'm going to say it's a diverse appointment. I think there's other elements to, you know, his background. We've never had a prime minister with his ethnic background. Um, and therefore, there are other elements to that diversity question, I think, kind of tick boxes the further down you go. Um, but when it comes to inclusion, it's a kind of a different thing because are people being included in his decision making? I think every decision he makes is on the basis of his own personal gain. And I think a lot of the people around him do the same sort of thing. So I don't think he's including, certainly not the people who should have elected him yeah. in their decision making because <clears throat> A, they didn't get to vote and B, he is on another stratosphere as wealth. Uh, connections and I think his own you know what he wants to get out of politics is not for the benefit of the common person right so yeah that would be mm. my and he's, he's on he's on record saying he's taken money from one place to another exactly so, yeah. so that's that is very exclusive again and, and like his father-in-law owns Infosys which is yeah like one of the biggest global corporations and literally works based on uh, you know essentially backing up the social credit system in China which is something else I don't agree with so um, you know, there's lots of ways you can look at that second part of the question. Yeah. So I'll come back to the discussion. I want to make sure that Mala and Cherie have it and Mala's ready. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah. So, you said, so you said no. Well, so okay. What, what, why? What do you mean? Um, because he was just put there as an interim because the Tory party didn't have any white person in their party that they could trust and urgently put in. Mm. It's a divided party at the moment mm -hmm. because if they didn't elect him before that. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it comes to diversity and uh, inclusion, he doesn't make the ultimate decision in that party. Come the next general election, he's not going to win that. Majority of the people in the country are not ready for a non-white person. Mm -hmm. This was just a quick plan. <clears throat> if there's a general election, he's not going to win that. And I, I take offense when people talk about his wealth and wealth and wealth, and he's, uh, he's uh, in-laws. Remember, <clears throat> they're rich in India. He happened to meet this woman. Look at all the white, upper-class, middle-class Tories. How they fed into the system, abused it, raided it. And they were running the whole of the government for, what, the last, uh, what, how many decades? Was it three decades? Right. So right now, in terms of being in power? Yeah. Being in Tories power. in power for 12 years. 12 years. The Tories have been in power. Yeah. But they had their clan, and they all come from wealthy backgrounds and connections. So what's the difference if he's in the Tory party? And another thing is he just married somebody and he's a politician. What I liked about him is a good statesman. He, he, he's very intellectual and he was very factual when he said, look, we're going to go into a recession. And then he, you know, he threw it out there. Mm -hmm. But I, I, in terms of diversity, <coughs> I think anyone that gets into power, it's always about the clan and who they know. They don't really help everybody and they just need to win your vote. Yeah. And I'm, I like justice and whoever rules, wherever you are, uh, I just hope you'll be there for everybody, whether you're black, white, or whatever color, uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, but good for him, you know, he's made it there 
It's a short-term job. Don't know who's next in the next four weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. And I wish you could help me so I could become this billionaire too, you know. <laughs> don't know. And Shuri, want to get your thoughts in before we start to challenge each other's uh, points that were raised. So you said... Let, let me put this out there, if I can. Yeah. I don't do politics. I don't. Um, I don't know too much about him either. Neither did I know the other one before. She was in there, what, for four weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really don't know much about Boris either. Mm -hmm. However, when the question of diversity, I, I said no. But when I listened to what, is it Joe? Joseph, yeah. Joseph, oh, so, oh, I'm so sorry. I should either one. Call me Joe. One. I'm so out of Joe order Joseph, with that. I'm fine. Can I say Joe? Yeah. Okay, Joe. Cool. <laughs> That's fine. And what was your name again? Jay Jason. Jay Jay's fine. I was going to say fine. Jay and Joe. Okay. Jay. Okay. Jay. <laughs> okay. So, Jay and Joe. Yeah. yeah. When I heard what they're saying, because when I looked at diversity, the first thing I said was, no, it's, it, it, he's not diverse. I looked at everything, in, including uh, his background, social economic, this, that he grew up, you know, wealthy, this, that, and that's what I was looking at. But then I see how you guys kind of split it into diversity and inclusion. Yeah. And when it's like that, okay, yeah, he represents his people, okay? So yes, I get that, that diverse part of it. But the inclusion, no. Um, I think anyone in politics, and, and maybe it's just me thinking fantasy, that why can't somebody represent, is there anybody here who, who doesn't have some prep school or private school or Ivy League education that, that, that is in the, in the, in, in the, in the, the, the um, in politics? Is it always, oh, he has or she had both parents and they went to this college and they this and they this and they that. So to me, someone like that can never truly understand someone else's struggles. It's hard, I'm, I'm not saying I'm able to understand, we are not able, but someone like that who really doesn't have a clue, you don't have a clue. If you're raised a certain way, you, you don't know about those other people and how their struggles are. I know there's, there has to be a single parent out there who has raised a child who has made it up to the top somewhere and to me that would be more representation yes if the person is i hate the terminology of color people of color black and brown people i don't like that terminology but yes i'm i'm happy that it is a person who is non-white i hate that as well but non-white yeah because to me it kind of gives us some hope i think it's false hope <laughs> i do think I, and i believe in let's throw them a bone kind of thing. And um, that's where I stand with it. Um, I was for, no, it's not diverse. But then when I listen to what they're saying and say diversity and inclusion, then yeah, it could be looked upon that he's diverse enough because there's an Asian in the house. But when it comes to inclusion, definitely not. So everyone around the table raised socioeconomics as a point either being frustrated by it, 
or recognizing mm -hmm. that he's currently very wealthy. Underneath that, though, it sounds as though that our elected officials should be representative of everyday people. I agree. Yep. So therefore, so, so it wouldn't be him. But, but that's what it sounds like. Yeah. But isn't that the opposite end of the spectrum? So if I have been very good at business, mm -hmm. have acquired, have made investments, should I be precluded from public office because of my wealth? No, no, no but no, you know, it's like that all the time. Hey, hey, one at a time. It's, it's, it's a question. It's about, it's about okay. the, the position. So, so the, go ahead. So the position, Jason, then Sharif. Sure. The, the position of prime minister is meant to represent the best interests of the country. Mm -hmm. And so that's got to look at making decisions that impact perhaps those who need it the most. This is obviously what Thank we call you. in equity, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so from, a, from an equitable or equity perspective, the position of Prime Minister has to look at those at the very bottom, children who are disenfranchised, yep. cultures or groups of communities that are mm -hmm. marginalised, people that don't have access to opportunities. It should be designed to support and prop those people up, Design. not to make the people who are at the top already wealthy. Mm -hmm. But what happens, unfortunately, is that people of position, not the Prime Minister now, actually have the ability to influence decisions that benefit I them. I and so, I ultimately, yep. um, you even need a radicalist, someone who comes in and says, I'm going to tear all this shit up, everything. Mm -hmm. I don't care about how it used to be. Here's how I'm going to do it now. Yep. And change the status quo. Or we end up being stuck with what we're stuck in, which is a position all of the time. all the same people that like what Sheree's talking about, who go to certain schools, prep schools, get into the position. They continue to be the ones that influence and make decisions that impact everyone. And so... That's but benefits the, the wealthy. Yeah. yeah. It needs to... Be, I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you said it. It's the design of it. It's about time we start shaking up the design mm. in everything. So the design of it is that's the, that's the way it should go. Okay? So this but, goes back to Mala's point about programming. Yep. <laughs> to some point, yes, mm -hmm. because it is, you have to have a, and there's no, well, I don't know about here. I was gonna go back to the state, sorry. Because I don't think it says that you have to have a college degree or anything like that to oh. be a president, but then we're here, sorry, so prime minister, so yeah. sorry. I got switched up there, I forgot, <laughs> I, was, I, forgot I was here, but. We're here, yeah, yeah, right. in, in South London. <laughs> right, so I don't know how it actually works here, but the, the system is designed that way. So, wait, Water, please. The system is designed that way and somebody, as you said, somebody needs to, or somebody who's radical needs to come up in there and say, this ain't it. Mm -hmm. This is not working. Yeah, there's gonna be backlash. <laughs> because you're supposed to come in there and help the rich get richer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it's designed to be. Yeah. I need somebody to come yeah. in and help Joseph, those at the bottom. Come in, yeah, come in I mean, and I'll, and I'll, for me, I'll come more, back. It's more of a class thing, right? So I know a lot of MPs, like just from what I do, I work in and around politics. Not all of them are wealthy, not all of them went to private school. Even a lot of Tory MPs came from very humble beginnings and have just worked their way up into mm -hmm. politics. A lot of them started businesses or whatever. But the interesting thing is, the ones at the very top, the ones who get into the cabinet and beyond, very often are privileged. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. over-representational, right? Because there's a small number of very wealthy people. And you know we're gonna talk about other kinds of diversity like uh, skin color or ethnicity. I mean, again, people are, are coming from very small representational groups. 
So I can understand someone of a certain skin colour not getting to the top because it's a numbers game, right? Mm. But I don't understand a lot of very wealthy people staying at the top for a long time because it's meant to be representative democratics. So you're meant to, at some point, get someone who's from a lesser position in terms of economics. Kind of like, well, the rest of it's irrelevant. Unless you can actually I'm break through that I'm asking a very specific question. Mm. I'm asking a very specific question. Mm. My question is, based on the fact that everyone around the table focused on social and economic status, mm -hmm. and it's a numbers game to your point, mm -hmm. you will have very wealthy people who occupy those leadership positions. Can those very wealthy people be in a position of leadership and represent, genuinely represent everyday people? That's the question. I don't can, think can, so. Can they? I don't think so. Yeah. That's, so, that's so, my question. Should they? So, no, yes. Yeah, can they? But no, can they? Can they? No. Is my question. No, no. Can no, they? You. Can they? Yes, so, they can. Uh, so, again, around the table, I hear positions. Can. So, you yeah. think they can. They can. You don't think so. They, they, they? they can. One second. Yeah. Do you think they can or cannot? They can. Yeah. They can. Okay. They Do can, they? but they don't. Do okay. they? Yes. Sorry. They can, but they don't. Should they? Yes, but they don't. Okay, so let's unpack that, right? Yep. Let's let's unpack that and be very yeah, clear yeah. in terms of what we're saying. Yeah, Are yeah. you changing your position or? Is it okay for me to elaborate a bit? Not yet. Are you changing your position? You can say whatever you, there's no censorship here. You can oh. say what you want, what you want to say. <laughs> you should say, yes, we can. Like a Bible. <laughs> no. so are you yes, saying, we can. Are you saying yes? I just don't know anything about Shuri, are you saying yes or no? Yes or no? You stay yeah, in your position where, where are you staying? So the question is, and I'm asking a very I'm specific question, question because this comes up all the can time. They? Can a wealthy leader who's elected, who is in public office, no, represent everyday people? Because people usually, well, you're wealthy. No. So can and I'll can tell they? you why? So no. yes, Mala, they can. So go ahead, Mala. Why they can is because they don't make, like I was saying, they don't make that final decision. They've got the other, you know, cabinet members, House of Lords. They, you know, it's imposed on them. Mm -hmm. So it's not easy just being a prime minister as well. You don't make that final, ultimate you decision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's policies, there's procedures. I mean, if you look at the history of it, everybody, if, let's be honest, even some of our, um, I hate the word ethnic and bane, but I'm going to, yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I can't stand yeah, those words. Cool. We can add all the disclaimers. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah, hate yeah. them. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, we hate yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Even our non-white uh, cabinet members, I don't, don't want to name them. Yeah, we vote for them. They come to all these community groups or, and councils and they talk about poverty, they talk about the issues. When they get in there, they've forgotten about us. It's a career move. And I have an issue with that. And I've raised it with them as well. When it comes to elections, yeah, we'll vote for you. They come to the, the common person, the humble ones and the desperados for those votes. But when it comes to the work, they don't, they don't help people. But We're still in the I same position. We were like, you know, in the last decade or few decades now. Mm -hmm. we, we just get worse. Question, yeah. Do you think, do you think, cause it could be that they really truly, cause not until you get into office, you really see how messed up it is. And yeah. you might've had plans to say, mm -hmm. I want to help this and I'm going to go in there and I'm yeah. going to do this. And then when you realize and you go in there, you're a puppet mm -hmm. because you're not holding anything that's right. So I'm saying that other people are holding the strings yep. and telling you what to do. And even though you might want to 
help this community and help this project or help this 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 this, this you know community you you're unable but, to do it because the higher people who are holding the strings are saying that's not what we elected Shireen, you for you cannot do that that's not part of the plan but based on what you said earlier um which I one? think that's, that's more thing. yeah I think that's that is probably more related to the US politics oh. and the way the US house is run because you've got to go through so many senates, et cetera, mm. to get things passed. Over here in the UK, I'm not sure if it's governed by the same processes as such to get things signed off. So I think there's a bit more autonomy it's, to, from to, the prime... To be clear, yes, there is a governance process that happens in the United Kingdom. Yeah. So we just saw the, the budget as right. a perfect example of yeah. that, but, both positively and negatively, but that's a whole other debate. So is, is the prime minister here able to make decisions because the prime minister more unilaterally no, than the, the US more yeah. more so than the US yeah if there's a time of crisis the government yeah. can take decisions but yes. They couldn't sign, for instance, like executive orders in the way that no. like a Biden okay. would do. Yeah. So, for example, yeah. the Chancellor of the Exchequer just announced the autumn budget that had to go through a process yeah. before the, bu the budget was announced. So that's Don't let that's me bow the, my way out that's of this conversation. Guess <laughs> 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 what? So go ahead. You're, Thank you're, you for clarifying. That's all right. No, no. I was just like, yeah. Um, no, I don't think I had anything else to add, really. Um, okay. I think I think I think the I think the can look the way the way I look at politics is interesting. I look at it looking at our friends across the pond, right, like the US police force, or police force in generally, mm -hmm. them typically, mm -hmm. that irrespective of what colour you are, it is you against them, mm -hmm. right? So whether you're, uh, yeah, irrespective of your, of your, your identity, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter if you're a black police officer or a white police officer or an Asian police officer, you're a police, mm, right? First. So nothing else comes before yeah. that. And the same thing with politics, I feel that no matter what your ethnic ethnicity is, um, you're a politician there to make you know, to govern and help your, those, those, uh, those guys in the high echelons be successful and get their outcomes that they yeah. want. So, but I think we're finding ourselves more this day and age in a social war, a social class war, sorry, a class war, should I say, mm -hmm. versus a race war. I think for the most part, the poor white guy down in Bermondsey and the poor black guy in Peckham, they got so much in common oh. nowadays, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. Um, so they're more, they're, more, they're more in line than ever before. They're not divided by race like what they used to be. Um, so I think there's more of a class war happening now, yep. which is why, to, to the question, can these individuals in position help? Yes, they can, because they, they are able to think and operate on their own individualism if they wanted to. Do they? Uh, unfortunately, they don't. If you look at all decisions that we've made over the last 12 years, and maybe even further back, how the NHS has been stripped of money every single year, the, budgets down, the NHS budget's down, how that's impacting um, the population of the UK, and the population is increasing, um, beds are down, illnesses are up. Yep. All decisions that they make, you can't be stripping budget and employees from the, from the NHS in this yeah, instance. Yeah, that's needed. Right? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So the decisions that people are making now, for the most part, is benefiting everyone else apart from those who are of a lower social class. Yep. So can they? Yes. Do they? Absolutely not. But hasn't it always been like that? Or so no. It's not, uh, no, it's been no. back and Different <clears throat> parties have been in power. It's just the Conservative Party is the longest currently um, in, in power. But Joseph wanted to yeah. get you in into this in terms of your context behind can they? Yeah, so I think the clearest indicator that they won't is that can politics... They, th they can. Yes. Okay, they but can. you're saying they won't because... They can, yeah. but they won't because... Politics right now is its own professional class, which is a massive issue because really, if you're going to have a proper democracy, everyone in politics should be a stakeholder of society. Mm -hmm. And politicians aren't just like de facto, they can't be because they are their own class. 
if they were all business owners and politics was their second job, I can guarantee they'd be making different decisions. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that they're getting paid a salary to do what they do automatically excludes them from the rest of society. So they don't care if businesses are collapsing because their own business isn't collapsing. Yeah. The only way to fix politics would be to make them business owners and actually have politics as a short-term, you know, short cycle, maybe they get a stipend for doing what they do, kind of position that enforces them to keep their jobs outside of politics because then they care. Because then when they go back out into the wilderness, they don't get the contract yeah. and they don't get all the other values system that, that, that politics adds for these people. Um, and then also, like you were saying, like cuts to public services and that kind of thing don't need to happen. They could take that from other, <coughs> like if you saw the way that our foreign aid budget is mismanaged in this country and how much, like we're sending foreign aid to China. I'm sorry, but that's a massive economy that's bigger than ours. If we just took that money out of the budget, we're already going to free up taxpayer money back here. So they don't care about their own poor in yeah. this society. They only care about virtue signaling. Um, so that's my won't, which is a lot longer than they can. No, but you're, I mean, you're, you're spot on. As a politician, okay, well, maybe I don't know the role of politicians then. And that's why we say politics. Because mm. to me, yeah. <laughs> politicians, I'm thinking you're coming in and you're going to help. You're going to help the NHS. You're going to, you know, I don't know nothing about yeah, yeah. but yeah. No, you're right, you're right. Well, yeah, yeah, you're going to, yeah. you're going to help the communities. I deal with communities, mm -hmm. so I can always talk about communities. You're going to help the communities. You're going to help the ones that are lesser than. And to me, that's what you should be coming in to, to put in place. But that's not what happens. No. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the system is set up mm -hmm. that... As a politician, this is this is what you're supposed to do. But re in reality, this is not what you do. When you get into office, you do this, this, and yeah. this to help that, that, that. And we don't focus on those yeah. people because they they're not going to help us. They well, don't come on and I vote. Think, they I don't come on and do this. I yeah, yeah I, I could be switching up. The no, I think you're, no, you're spot on. I think what happens is you have got some young kids somewhere in the world who says, "I want to be a politician. I want to change my community. I want to change the world. I want to be do good for the world." <laughs> and they battle and get through the process and they get elected and they work in their local constituency and they get into office, etc. And suddenly, power corrupts or they realise that, that what they thought mm -hmm. was going to happen mm -hmm. or what they thought they'd be able to make an impact, they can't get those, those things passed. So I think for the most <coughs> part, as Joe was saying, they start with good intentions. Mm -hmm. they, they are humble people at That's first, mm -hmm. but there comes a level an where they get inside where it, it changes yep. and, it, and it becomes corrupt. Yes. Yes. So, so you might have all good intentions. a fair assessment because we are mainly talking about the Conservative Party that's been in rule and those in the upper echelons in the Conservative Party currently. There are more than the Conservative Party that, that are in this system in the UK. So it's a generalization that's being made at the table. Mm -hmm. Is that actually a fair generalization to make? Because we have Labour, we have the Dems, there are, there are a number of parties in the country. And so is it a fair generalization to make that all politicians that come into public office start off with good intentions, but some. then get corrupted Some by start power. off with good intentions. Or I would say some. Well, some, because some people are just... Their mind, they don't care. They don't I, try to I want to help. Some, yeah. I would yeah, say some. some. Of them, yeah. some I know, I know some have always been good, but they're not yeah. running yeah. the country right now. Yeah, exactly. So. And you know, <laughs> and you know what? Well. Maybe because the people at the top who's controlling knows that, damn, he's a good one, you know, but we can't control him. Let's keep him on this level. Exactly. They and need they, people that they can convert. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And they find him a threat. Find, gonna, yeah, they'll find the those people, people that, yeah, yeah. those MPs that really want to help communities mm -hmm. and have those social values. Like they become a threat, yeah. mm -hmm. and and then they'll try, you know, um, trick them into things and get them out of the way.
Thank you for breaking bread with us. It was a pleasure to have you as my virtual dinner guest. Breaking Bread is available where all digital streaming platforms are available. You can also subscribe on YouTube and don't forget to follow, turn on your notifications and looking forward to the next time we break bread together.